Each week, we get the inside scoop from industry leaders in marketing, social media, and influencers. Follow along on their journey. This is the Follow Me Podcast. Hey guys, it's Allie with Follow Me. I'm here with Cole, and I can't believe it. It's our last episode in season one. Season one. <laughs> season one and done. Yes. No. <laughs> No, just like it's done. <laughs> I thought you were saying like a one hit wonder. Um, but anyways, let's get into our follow me of the week. Yeah. How about you go first this week? <gasps> Switching it up. Ooh. I love it. Okay. So mine is Kirby Johnson. She is a reporter and producer at Pop Sugar. Oh. And she has like all of the good beauty tips. And then obviously for Halloween coming up, she's been posting a lot of stuff like tutorials. And I just find it really interesting. Mm. She's kind of like a non- nonsense, a non-nonsense, a no-nonsense influencer, but also like a reporter. I don't know. It's good. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Mouthful. It was. Non-nonsense, (laughs) non-reporter. Non-nonsense. All right. That was good. Um, I would say for me this week, I am following an account called House of Preservation. Have you heard of it? Mm -mm. There are these two estheticians and they talk about, I, we're obviously obsessed with skin. I know. getting old. <laughs> it's all beauty. But uh, yeah, they're amazing. They give you tips and they're always posting different things like don't get this, get this or get this treatment, whatever. So I love them. They're in Dallas. They're really cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to follow them. Yeah, follow them. Um, this week is a little bit different because you were out of town. You were doing what? Yeah, you guys are going to miss me a lot this week, but <laughs> I'll be back in season two. Yeah. Uh, we have a co-host. Mm-hmm. The, the Tills. The, the Tills. <laughs> Becca Tilly is co-hosting with I, Allie Grant, <laughs> and our special guest. Tis a special day, <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Hey, everyone. It's Becca Tilly, and I'm filling in on the Follow Me podcast. I'm here with Allie. Hey. And we have a very special guest today. If you're not already familiar with her, you've no doubt admired her work on social media. She's an esthetician whose clients include Chrissy Teigen, Jessica Alba, and myself. Without further ado, please welcome Shawnee Darden. Oh my God, that was so nice. I, love <laughs> I didn't write that, that but it's very no, it was, true. I yeah. love it, though. Yeah, it's very nice. Do that all the time. <laughs> That's how I'm going to address you from now on. Um, should we talk about how we first met? Yeah. Because it was a hard time in my you life. Don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, with your you acne. Have, yeah, yeah. You had some problems. Just a little bit, though. Are you kidding? She had, like, I, horns on her forehead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you. <laughs> horns on the forehead. <laughs> okay. I had a little random spell of right. acne, and it was horrible. And I had tried everything. I think that was the problem was that I had tried everything. Right. And finally, Tawny, who is, um, does she do your hair? No. But I love her? her. Yeah. Well, Tawny, who is my hairstylist and my good friend, she was concerned. Like, she's like, what's going on with your yeah, face? It's bad. And she told me I should go see this magician, esthetician. And she's like, she's really hard to get into, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text her and see if you can get in. So Shawnee squeezed me in. Within a week after seeing you, my skin started improving. And I was like, what? What kind of witchcraft has she done? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is a wizard. Word. A real wizard. And now look at you. 
Like, I, I need to come in and see you, actually. You're kind of perfect. No, I'm not. But my skin, ever since I've seen you, has not. I haven't had the, any issues. And that's been a year, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So how did you even get into this world? Um, I've always been obsessed with skincare since I was like eight. I feel like it was always like nuts and like wanted my mom to take me to the dermatologist. And we lived in this really, we lived in a small town and we didn't even have a dermatologist there. And I remember she set up an appointment in Burlington, Vermont. It was this like whole thing. I don't know that I had a problem. Really? (laughs) Were you having skin problems at eight years old? I don't really know, but we went and I remember like I learned about Retin-A then and I just got all into it. That's what happened. So that young and you were like, what I wanted. I didn't I know do. I wanted to do this, just, but I just was obsessed. And like, I'd make like weird masks and force my friends to wear them. Like I was. I used to make masks. Yeah. Too. Maybe. I was like, um, forget what I did. Like rosemary. Like, I take rosemary and mm-hmm. mix it with my mom's lotion. Oh, that's nice. My face. Yeah. No, I was into it. And mm-hmm. then it took me a while to realize like that was what I was supposed to do. Did you go to college? I went to college. I went for three years. Mm-hmm. I left. Because I wanted to be a famous model. It didn't work out. And then I had to go back to school to be an esthetician. So what, what, at what point did you move to L.A.? I'm really bad at timelines, but I feel like, <laughs> like really bad. So I make up things. But like I feel like I came here at like 23. Okay. So I came here to model because I was going to be famous, a famous model. And then I just Wait, guess. can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, you're skipping over that. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like yeah. I just really, like, that's what I was going to do. Like, I was going to be a model and somebody. A famous one, now. Yeah, like, I was going to be huge. <laughs> but I just was never tall enough and nobody explained that. Okay. So I was in Montreal, Canada, and someone found me and they were like, we're going to make you a famous model. Oh, so Come that got LA. in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, done. I'm going. <laughs> And so my boyfriend at the time was like, you need to get out of here. You're not supposed to be here. And he brought me here. And I moved here with him. To L.A. Thank goodness. Or otherwise I would be stuck there forever making egg masks. (laughs) And so then I came here and, like, I just kept getting in, like, music videos. LL Cool J, right? And I don't know how to dance. (laughs) So, like, I woke up one day and I was like, this isn't working out. This isn't my lane. I'm not in the right lane. I wasn't in the right (laughs) lane. Like you were a video girl. Basically. Wow. But I didn't know how to dance. I need a CD. Yeah, I mean, I'm so... so (laughs) I just kept getting them. I was like, I don't understand. I don't know how to dance. And like, I don't do that. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And so one day I woke up and I was like, I'm not. And I am going to... I know that I'm supposed to work at a spa. Mm. And I knew that. So, So, uh, go ahead. So how did you get to the spa? Like, what was the journey to that? I I started working as a receptionist at different spas because I knew they wouldn't hire me out of right out of school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first, I started at a hair salon, Juan Juan, because oh, yeah. they had an esthetician there. That was my first. Like, that's I started there, and then I moved to a couple others, and the last one was Canara Spa, which had to opened up. But, like, it was really big at that mm-hmm. time. And I knew they were never going to hire me. So when I was going to school, I was a receptionist there. And then... Put your foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, we want to do an apprenticeship program for you. So then they taught me their ways. And I was... And then they said, no, you're still not good enough. You have to leave. And so I <laughs> left. I worked for a dermatologist. And then 
I came back to them like years later. Why did they say, what, what weren't you good enough? all of their <laughs> estheticians were like, they had been estheticians for five years mm-hmm. before they could even work there. So she thought she was being nice and said she would hire me after, but oh. then realized like, no, you need to go out and like learn things. You had to go experience. Where do you go to school for your esthetician license? Marinello. And it's closed, oh, I've heard of that. And it's closed down. Oh, it did? <laughs> you haven't I heard think of that. I think Please. It's, Lies. <laughs> maybe it's still open, just not in Los Angeles, but I feel it like. It was like before. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I feel like. It wasn't a lie. Right. No. They're, I think they're all closed, but I don't know. Right. It's a good one. It's a good school. <laughs> That's where everyone goes. Yeah. Or did. Okay. Yeah. That's where everyone used to go when it was still open alley. Right. <laughs> so you have your esthetician license. Yeah. Okay. And do you have to like take a test at the yeah, end? Yeah, it's so scary. Oh. Yeah. So Do you scary. have to do like a practice like facial? Yes. You have to take a written and then you have to take the practical with a model. I think now they don't use models, but you had to bring someone in. I brought my boyfriend at the time and like had to put like fake eyelashes and like all <laughs> the things on. Oh, that's right. Because it's not like you just learn one no, thing when you go. No, no, no. Oh. You actually don't really learn a lot there. It's, it's like college. when you leave. Right. Yeah. So. You just have to pass that test and then it's get all experience. from there. It's like it's like uh, med school. You yeah. know, you don't really learn anything. Right. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Well, I just find it curious. I mean, I'm just curious because it's fascinating to me that I had gone to so many people and no one could help me and tell you. So I just feel like I don't know if it's witchcraft. I don't know it what you're doing be. back there. Maybe that's what it is. But there's a, there's something to what you do that I think is just a natural gift because it's what you're supposed to be doing. I do think that for sure it's what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I also think working for a dermatologist helped me a lot. I think that that's, I think because I saw so many different skin problems mm-hmm. and it, it just, that I needed that experience. So you have a huge celebrity clientele. Yeah, like all the coolest people. Yeah. I, I mean, I would know. say. I don't know how I got them. I, I was just going to so ask how nice, you got them. Right? You don't know? Well, I mean, Je- Jessica Alba ta- talked about me okay. in a magazine, in Allure, when I first started. So I would say. That's like, where it that it helps a lot. <laughs> but how did she find you originally? <laughs> she just came into Canara Spa and someone mm. just booked her with me and I saw her. And, wow. You guys and then we, off. Yep. And th- we didn't actually talk for a really long time. We didn't talk. Oh God, I don't even know how long I saw her before she got pregnant and then I got pregnant, mm-hmm. both with our first. And that was the first time we talked. We <laughs> like you're saying talk. as friends or just like, like we period. never even spoke. <laughs> I would just be like, hi. Good and to I'd see you. And I'd give her a facial and be like, do you Bye. want the red carpet facial or a different facial? And she'd be like, that's fine. And that was it. And then when she was leaving to have her first, her daughter, mm. I had to tell her when she came back, I wasn't going to be there because I was also pregnant. So I, and oh. I, which I hadn't told her. So yeah. once that happened, she's like. you guys didn't talk. Right. Yeah. And she dies for kids. So then it was like, oh my God, you're pregnant? Like, let's talk about this. And so then. After that, she started inviting me to her house, like baby classes, and that's how it all happened. That's so fascinating because right after I saw you, I was like, I want to be, be, I want to be best friends with her. Like I forced my way into your life. Yeah, yeah. Know. She didn't do that. No, no, she no, no, like no. played it cool. No, she didn't do that at all. She played it cool. Yeah. 
Um, but then word of mouth just started happening. And I mean, I would say every celebrity, I just like based on what you post on social media and who posts about you, it's like anyone with great skin goes to you. Yeah. It feels like. Chrissy I feel Chrissy like. Teigen. So special. Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Yep. All the, all the, all the best skin in the business. At what point did you open up your own practice? You called a practice? Um, (laughs) Sure. I, so it was probably five years ago, I would say, is when I didn't want to work at a, I was working at a doctor's office. That was my last job. And then I was like, I honestly, the reason why it even happened was because I was pregnant with my second child. I was just fat and I didn't want to move around a lot. And it was just disgusting. And I'd get home from the work and someone would be like, can you give me a facial? And I'd be like, if you roll me back to the office, like <laughs> I'm not doing that. So Jessica was like, why don't you just open us, do have your spot in the back of your house and like people will come there. And I was like, okay. So I started doing that. That's actually when I met Rosie. I met Rosie three days before I had Lennon, my daughter. So anyways, so people kept start, they kept coming. And then people that had been going to the office that were now coming to see me there were like, I don't want to go back there. Like, this is so good. Mm -hmm. So then that's how it happened. So it wasn't like I planned it. And like, it was like, this is going to happen. You were just like, I don't want to get out of the house. If you want want me, come to me. Eat Cheetos here. (laughs) Like and now mom. your space is this like beautiful house in West Hollywood and mm-hmm. you have all your clients come to you. Yep. Do you have like estheticians under you now? Like do you I, have a team? I have one. Um, her name is Karen and she's been, uh, she actually trained me. So I've known her for so long. And then I, I'm going to hire another person when I move. I'm moving. You're moving. Yeah, December 1st. To the good part of Beverly Hills. <laughs> the unscary <laughs> part. <laughs> Are you scared? There's parking, I swear. I'm not scared at all. It's closer to me. I'm very happy about this. Oh my God, this this is so great. This is so exciting. It's funny that, I mean, I have all my friends after I started seeing you were, I mean, Allie included. It's like, I want to see her. How do I get in to see her? Which Allie has great skin. You didn't even like, you weren't in desperate need like you do myself. She took me to a new level. Yeah, she elevated you. Elevated. Um, But it's, it's nearly impossible to get into you at this point yeah. i'm waiting on a facial right but now. i got you one i, I know because you're so good to me <laughs> like you check in on me you're like are you still alive um but you you're in very high demand yeah it's it's hard i mean i mean there's really nothing i can do but i i'm hoping that in training somebody else that that will help yeah it's just also hard because people don't want to see somebody else mm-hmm. they want to so, see they're scared I'm yeah yeah. That's my plan. Yeah. There is something to being like you train someone and they're doing what you right. advise. I mean, that feels safe, but yeah. like you're still doing these. So yeah, of course. What about me? You forever. Okay. Uh, cool. um, <laughs> but getting into what this podcast is kind of about, you have recently really started using social media mm-hmm. here as a platform to spread the word of what you're doing and how people, I mean, there's a lot of people all over the world who follow you yeah. who can't physically come in to see you not because you don't have time but because they live across the country or whatever and so how have you used social media to to help people who can't get to you I think just with that like doing my tip I do a lot of tips Mm -hmm. um um I also answer all of my dms and like 
I get so many emails about, please help me. I've had acne forever and it depresses me. So using social media helps that I can kind of like put that out there rather than have to answer every question because there's so many. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, I want to help people. I feel sorry for people that do struggle with acne and they can't fix mm-hmm. that because you can. You don't have to have yeah. bad skin. Has social media been like a part of getting new clientele? No, because I can't take any new people. You're so cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, I mean, like literally like you think about it, like people who want to be estheticians. Like I feel like a lot of people want to get into that career. Yeah, for sure. And how hard it is to build a client base and you're just like. I can't have I can't. <laughs> I just, you know what? I just really, that's the thing where I really just want to help people. And so it makes me feel good. And so that's how I use it is yeah. kind of to let people know, like, you don't need all of these things. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm really honest with everything. So <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> so I feel like it makes me feel good. Yeah. I, when I worked for the Derm, I worked with a lot of really young kids that mm-hmm. didn't get help. And came in with, like, really bad skin. And I knew, like, it was already, they were already really scarred. And it was kind of Mm -hmm. like they were going to have that forever. And so Mm -hmm. it's kind of my goal, like, if I can help someone improve themselves, you know. Yeah. Not be And so your busy clientele, you have your amazing space, you're moving to Beverly Hills. Yeah. And then you launch your own product line. Yes. When did that happen and how did you get there? I don't know. Remember the timeline issue that I have, (laughs) but... The retin- my retinol came out because I worked for a dermatologist and I'm obsessed with retinol. And I, I saw women in their 60s that didn't have wrinkles that had been using Retin-A forever. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make a retinol that wouldn't, you, you wouldn't have downtime. So it was wouldn't be too harsh mm-hmm. where you were peeling and flaking and all of that. Before I started using yours, I used like a retinol. And, like, my skin was, like, burning off and flaking. Right. I was super itchy mm-hmm. and, like, irritated. And yours is just, like, does the job but doesn't bother you. That's that's why I did it. Yeah. Because I just, there there's not a lot of them out there. Yeah. I don't know if there's any. I mean, I haven't. I, I was scared to try anything, especially when my skin was freaking out. That was too harsh. But, um, like, not once has has using the retinol made me yeah. feel like itchy or like it's too heavy. I use it every day. Yeah. And it just keeps that? you, yeah. And it keeps you young for like ever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I why? That. Forever young. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. Um, wait, I was going to ask you. Oh, you're very, um, I remember when I first met you, you were very straight to the point. <laughs> And it was very, yeah, you know, I was fragile. Yeah, I was fragile. Always. After I was like, she yeah. is not like me. No, everyone's really scared. But, but look. No, I knew. So I knew just needed we were... to like weasel my way in. And I was like, fine, you know. I felt, I was like, I think we connected. I was just so vulnerable and my right. skin was so bad that I was just like, help me. I don't care if you don't like me. Just help my skin, please. Right. But, I mean, if I go in and I've like picked at a pimple or anything, she's like, you if you don't stop picking, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. The yeah. germ that I worked for, you've never seen her, Dr. Benitez, she's very hardcore. Is that who you do the videos with on, yeah, yeah, on your Insta that, stories? Yeah. yeah. So she's very like direct. And uh-huh. I think I got that's it. That's where you learned that from. Or maybe that's just who I am inside. <laughs> that's just who right? you are. Um, what would, if you had like a viral moment where you felt like things like just escalated would that be the allure? 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 No, allure? I think. <laughs> allure. 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 allure? I think it was Us Weekly. 
<clears throat> what was the what was it about? It was like a full page. And at that moment, I was just like, how did this even happen? I was wearing like my gray sweatshirt that I wear every day. <laughs> and like, that's the picture that was in there. And I was like, it was just a lot. But how did they, con- like, how did your information get they to them? They contacted, I don't even remember, but they contacted Gwen from Us Weekly contacted to do the piece. And I don't know how, I really don't know how, because it was just like, they emailed me and I didn't think it was going to be big. Uh-huh. And they put my retinol in it and it was mm-hmm. so big. At that time, I, I feel like I didn't even have anyone that shipped stuff. Like I didn't <laughs> even know what I was doing. And me and my husband and two friends were up for like three days solid, just like shipping the, the retinol. Sh- yeah. <laughs> and I remember at that moment I was like, wow, this is so crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that was my moment. Yeah. I don't think I was I don't think that there's a social media I can't think of like a moment from that, but I would say Us Weekly. Yeah. What about on the flip side, like a moment that you wish like you didn't do, didn't happen, you'd unfollow yourself? I always want to unfollow myself <laughs> because like, same. like it's not just you, like me. all like <laughs> uncomfortable, really. So I just try not to look at it. Like if I do a post where I'm speaking, mm-hmm. I don't watch that. Same. Like I go really fast because yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> I click through that story. <laughs> yeah, no. So I feel like I always want to unfollow myself. <laughs> oh gosh. So you're you're un- you're not super comfortable oh, with no. the social media. No, not at no. all. It's not no. your lane. You no, don't feel like it's your lane. No. I mean, I've gotten better at it, but I don't think like I'm I'm weird. You know? I feel like personally, and we talked about this when, because I, I think more than anything, I get questions about my skin. Like, I remember you saying you had acne, like, how'd you fix it? And I tagged you and something and people, I mean, like the response of like, how do I get to her? How, and I'm like, follow her. Like she's given tips. Like people are dying for that information. I know, it's sad. It I, is sad, but you're doing something. Yeah, that's like, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's hard because. You really, it's really hard to find someone um, like a good dermatologist Mm -hmm. in other places in the world. I mean, here we have everything, but it's not easy. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So to have someone where it's like, you can get this on on my website or another website, and it's all the products that you would recommend to anyone coming to see you, it's really valuable, even though you're like not comfortable doing it, you know? The only thing I'd love to do more of is have like most of the products on my site aren't actually affordable like for most people so i'd love to do that that i have to aren't you're saying no yeah they're high they're like higher yeah and i do i've been i test products to try to find affordable ones for Mm. everyone um but it's hard yeah that's hard yeah i mean that would be a game changer for people but i I always say i mean i and i was at the point where i was willing to sacrifice something else to get my skin better you know for sure even if it's like one one product and starts where you can yeah um, what is your, what is your everyday schedule look like? You I wake mean, up early. I wake up early cause I have two kids. What time? I mean, I sometimes we're 30. Oh, that's right. Sometimes <laughs> I text you. And sometimes I'm so well, awake. You email at like 3am. <laughs> and I wonder what people are thinking. Like, but. Like, well, she's in New York. Yeah. But yeah, so I wake up sometimes like. This morning was 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, do all my emails. And then I get the girls ready at, like, a normal hour, like, 6.37. Uh-huh. And then 
I just come to work like a crazy person and just like start doing facials. But what time? I start doing facials usually around nine and it just depends. I try like in a perfect world, I would do four people and, and then I do peels and Uh in between it's usually about five, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to do more than that because I'm a busy day. It's just when I started, I used to do eight a day and I don't even understand. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, and I'm never, that can't happen. I also don't want to talk that much. That's a lot of You don't talk a lot. We don't talk a lot. No, we don't, but we're close. Oh, you're not. And you like to take a little nap too. I just like, yeah. yeah. It's hard for me to nap when you're extracting my face. No, but you have a little moment where you like to take a little snooze. Just when that ends and I black out from the pain. I don't remember them being a nap because it's just a blackout yeah. moment. <laughs> and you always kind of say, why do I keep coming back? I know, so I know. Because it helps. And I, I mean, I love you're, you. You're, it's not like that so part is that. hard. It's hard. I know. I need painkillers before I go. Seriously. What's the end goal of all this? Like, what's next for you? Um, I am finishing my product line. So I feel like that would be my end goal mm-hmm. having a really amazing product line not every product but having i think that's my end goal that is my end goal <laughs> i love it just like a really great like i'm opening up the new space but it's not going to be like i don't want to have like a chain of mm-hmm. shawnee craziness i just it's going to be the same way i like to keep that simple uh-huh. but it's more about the products have have you reached like did you have a dream client that you got and you're like, who? Where, how do I go up from this person? Maybe, but I'm not going to say that person, but... I know who it is. I know who it is, too. But other I than think, that dream client, Oprah, and it hasn't happened yet. I feel like I'm, it can happen. You keep saying... I, I know. Said that, but I'm manifesting. Not, just DM I mean, her. I, need, I think she probably has someone that comes to the house. So like, she might need you. Drive up there. It's not that far. I would, I'll move in. Yeah. Like that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> I want to put other ones out there, too, but I haven't decided. Like, I was really stuck on Brad Pitt last week, <laughs> but I don't even know. I don't even know. You, know. you don't know why? I just don't know if that's, is that who I want to see? Is it Brad Pitt? I think it's really, like, Oprah. Maybe I want to see Angelina. Yeah. Wow. You got to pick one or the other. I know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Probably not, right? Brad or Angelina. I'm going to think about it and like light a candle tonight. You could call, you could schedule them back to back. (laughs) Watch what happens. (laughs) Am I stirring things up? You're dirty. (laughs) Wow. I feel like I was dirty. Okay. Now we're going to go through some follower questions. Okay. These are what the peeps want to know about you. Okay. First one, must-have product. Retinol. Texture Is that Retin-A? Retinol, uh, retinol Reform or Texture Reform. No. So that would be a prescription strength retinol, which is Retin-A, which is stronger and harsher. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for it if your skin can handle it. It's just, it's hard to use. Yeah. And also it takes you so long to get to the point where your skin kind of is used to it. So mm-hmm. you can use it all the time. So before that, you have to go through peeling, redness. Like, Yeah. I didn't love it. I don't want to do aggressive. any of that. I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. Biggest skin faux pas you see on social media? On social media, I would just say, I mean, people just using the wrong products for their skin type. 
What do you think about the biggest? Like, I have friends. I can't. I can't even imagine this. But I have a lot of friends who will just go to sleep without washing their face. I can't. That's a no. 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 It's a big no. Yeah, you, it's just wrong. Like you clog your. Everything's wrong. Right. I mean, that. I agree. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> like I could have three glasses of wine or more and still wash my face. I'm the same like, way. I I'll get. Ne- yeah. Yeah. I'll get home at like 4 a.m. Like half alive, and <laughs> well, I'm still gonna shower. shower. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I want to get into that. I don't do that. <laughs> the shower. Yeah. Do, so do you shower morning and night? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna start doing it tonight. But you're only a night person. Uh, it just depends. Sometimes I'll, I do it every single night. I won't get in my bed without showering and yeah. washing my face. Oh, my God. I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And sunscreen. I was going right. to say, you yes. preach a lot about sunscreen. <laughs> yes, it's so important. Yeah. Staying out of the sun is so important. It's hard. I know, I but struggle. just think of, like, we you both have melasma. in the sun all the time. Time out. That is your little tattletale snitch, but also I went to Florida to see my parents and I was on the beach every single day. I applied sunscreen religiously and wore a visor hat the whole time and I still, my hyperpigmentation. Right. That's because we have it. It's melasma and heat brings it out. So it's heat. It's yes. not so much the sun. It's like. No, it's both. And don't try to be tricky so you, <laughs> so you could lay out later. No, no. I'm not. i like Yeah. You go to hot yoga and you have melasma. It's coming out. That's why I just shot this video in the back in the garage. And, and your melasma was flaring. Yeah. It's a flare-up. Um, biggest misconception about skin. I think that you need a lot of products, which you don't. So you don't. Less is more. Yeah, because you're like a three-step yeah, program. Like, I don't need... Mm-hmm. Why do you need 20 steps? No. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also that everyone thinks that... They can see someone using a product, like someone famous is using a product, and everyone thinks that they can use that product. Yeah. Like it's going to be like the yeah, miracle worker. Yeah. I used to do that with anything JLo said. I'm like, that's, I'm getting that. Yeah. She's always has had like great skin. So she really does. Right? Yeah. I'm like, she's a, like, what? Her body, her skin. I'm like, yeah. I'm doing whatever JLo is doing. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. Thank I you. <laughs> is drinking water as important and necessary for the skin is as everyone says it is but it doesn't hydrate your skin so what it does do is like water's great for your body uh-huh. which in turn is going to be great for your skin but like if you have dry skin you know people are always like oh it's because i'm not drinking water that's yeah. not making your skin hydrated in any way wow. no Fascinating. I didn't yeah. know you that. You don't drink water. So. I don't, but I, I'm always like, I wow. should start doing it for my skin. She never but. has any water. You know that, right? Yeah. I'm like constantly dehydrated. Just Dr. Pepper? Mostly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the ice in my Dr. Pepper is pretty much all the water I'm getting. I drink so much water. Well, that's like good. Middle of the road water. That's what you're water. supposed to do. That's so, fascinating. I didn't know that that. Is, this was great. Was, I mean. I mean, this was the best day ever. Thank you. Where can people follow you? Um, Shawnee Darden. Is that the answer? At yeah. Shawnee Darden? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At Shawnee Darden. And your website? ShawneeDarden.com. Cool. Do you have a YouTube? No. It seems really stressful. I want to be that person, but I don't think it's I can. It's too much. I think you, IGTV, I stories. Yeah, it's just like. You don't have the time. No. And like, I don't know that I. I would love I... for you to have a YouTube station. <laughs> channel. YouTube station. <laughs> Listen. A from station. a fellow YouTuber. <laughs> I just want to podcast and like talk in microphones. That's all I really want. <laughs> just walk around. 
just with a microphone. Start a podcast. Yeah, just no YouTube. Just you could talk. do a podcast. You could record them at four thirty in the morning when everyone else is sleeping. Just see you with your microphone <laughs> and like you have like a morning voice. You're all hi. It's Shawnee Dark. I might. <laughs> That's what's next for you. Yeah, that's, that's what's next. That's, that's our end goal. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on. We Thanks, love you. Guys. I love we you. We love you. Thanks for saving our skin oh. and the rest of the world. It's really beautiful. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Bye. 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 Man, that episode, the only thing missing was me. I know, but it kind of makes sense why Becca has like a potential PCA coming up. She's really good at this. Oh. People's Choice Award? <laughs> <laughs> you just use the abbreviation. Yeah, it's like what the insiders use. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, speaking. Um, but yeah, she's really good and I feel like her questions were good and she's not, she's not social media. But Shani yeah. was the real star. I know. Her tips and tricks. Yeah. No messing around there. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this wraps up season one. And we don't know if podcasts normally have seasons, but ours does. <laughs> <laughs> we have jobs. Yeah. Real we gotta jobs. We got to get back to work for Yeah. So we're going to work a little bit, get on email and such, and then we're going to ramp up and record a bunch mm-hmm. so we can launch season two. And we're going to do different things in season two. We've learned a lot. We've learned a lot about not recording next to a construction site. <laughs> and what else? I mean, there's been a lot of key yeah. learnings. No, so. there has been. Um, and we want to hear from you, like guests we should bring on and mm-hmm. people you want to learn stories from. So mm-hmm. please DM us, I yeah. guess, or email Natalie. <laughs> Natalie Bacon. <laughs> She's Natalie at BeSocialPR.com. The Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving her a mic next season. Yeah, seriously. So... Thank you for listening, Mm -hmm. following along, and we're going to be back in January. January. Yep. A new year, a new podcast, a new season. Woo! Not a new co-host, though. That's so sweet. That's like the (laughs) nicest thing you said to me all season. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.